Now, the government has reacted to the cost of living crisis with a billion-dollar package targeting the so-called squeezed middle. But the boosts to transport costs and the $27 a week for middle-income earners are temporary. Also, inflation is going to be sticking around for a lot longer. ANZ Chief Economist Sharon Zollner is with us. Evening, Sharon. Good evening. All of this uh, cost-of-living stuff is pretty short-term. Is this a Band-Aid budget? Well, it has to be short-term. That's one of the hallmarks of good fiscal policy stimulus is that it is temporary. Um, whereas if you did a tax cut, for example, as we all know, it's very difficult to put taxes back up again. And that certainly applies to the fuel tax as well. Um, so we're all hoping uh, that this is a temporary problem, this cost of living squeeze with inflation outpacing wages. Uh, so therefore, a temporary solution is probably uh, a more flexible option at this point. OK, so you have no concerns about the inflationary impacts of this? Uh, well, anything that increases households' ability to spend at the moment is inflationary. Um, however, it is certainly true that inflation hits lower income earners the hardest. Uh, and so I guess uh, this is a, a way of kind of rebalancing the burden uh, a little bit. Uh, while potentially, yes, increasing inflation pressure in the economy relative to, to not having this. That, that's the trade-off. That's the, very difficult to address the cost of living issues caused by inflation without actually contributing to inflation. It's a bit of a catch-22. Yeah, so the inflation outlook, according to these documents, is that we've got 5% inflation around about uh, middle of the way through next year takes us, what, until 2025 or thereabouts to get down to 2 to 3% or thereabouts. Would you agree with that? Uh, our forecasts are a little more benign than that, but it's certainly a very plausible scenario. I suspect the main difference in the Treasury's forecast versus ours is that they've got a very small fall in house prices. They've only got 6.5% and we're already down 5 so they're basically um, suggesting that the housing market's going to find a bottom quite soon. That, that's not um, really what, well, that's not we, what we are or a lot of other forecasters are, are picking. Um, and we think that that slowdown in housing will cause households to spend less, which will slow the economy, which will slow inflation. So that's kind of the, the main channel through which monetary policy works in New Zealand. Treasury's forecast that wage growth is, over going to take, is going to overtake inflation from the start of next year. Is that right, do you think? Uh, yeah, that was our forecast, and then uh, since the Treasury made their forecast, actually, some, some wage data came out that suggested it might actually be a little bit earlier. So we're now expecting to hit that crossover point in the second half of this year. So hopefully that'll loosen the vice a little bit for households. But on the other hand, interest rates are still going up. So um, it's, it's, we think households are going to continue to, to do it tough for a while. I mean, that's actually a feature rather than a bug of tightening monetary policy. Um, I mean, look, if you say that, Sharon, if you say uh, households are going to do it tough for a while, so many households right now are going to say, well, for how long? Yeah, so the wage, the real wage pressure, we think, will will start to ease from the second half of this this year, and that'll be a a relief. Um, But where things go from there is going to depend very much on how much debt you have. And of course, we shouldn't forget that some households are net-savers, particularly older households, and they'll welcome higher interest rates. Um, But in aggregate, the New Zealand household sector does have quite a lot of debt, so higher interest rates are bad news. But there was a very interesting poll on on stuff last month before the Reserve Bank raised rates 50 points, asking what people thought the Reserve Bank should do. And the majority actually voted for a double-sized hike. So even Mm. though people don't like high interest rates, they hate inflation even worse, which is Mm. quite a remarkable poll, really. Hey, on the unemployment, right, so we're going to get the unemployment down to 3% sometime next year, and then it's going to jump up to 4.8% by 2025. Is that, a, is that a reasonably big spike, do you think? Well, that would be, um, if that was the peak of the, of the cycle, then, then that would be well within the realms of, of a pretty normal sort of cycle in unemployment. 
Um, so obviously the unemployment rate is being depressed not only because there's very strong labour demand but also pretty limited labour supply at the moment with, with obviously the border's been closed for so long. So we, we also agree that the unemployment rate's going to stay low for a while but um, most people estimate sort of the long run average is likely to be closer to four. So if you think about it, you know, 4.8, that would be sort of symmetric to the mid that 4.4% average versus where we are now. So it's not, I wouldn't call it extreme. Yeah. That would be cold comfort to those who lose their jobs, of course. Yeah, very good point. Sharon, thank you. Sharon Zollner, ANZ's Chief Economist.